Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Good morning, Alan. How are you? I'm Grand, David. I'm going to start with your own story uh, this week. It's in relation to something that we've been following closely here as well. The uh, threatened strike by our firefighters. You've gone into this in great detail in a, in a very interesting article. Can you share some of the information from it, please? Sure, yeah. Well, this is in the context of industrial action, uh, strike action, which seems to be on the horizon for Wexford's firemen and women, uh, follows on from a ballot taken last year, which saw 95% of Irish firefighters vote in favour of industrial action. Um, so I interviewed uh, the Zip2 shop steward, Wayne Cox, who's based in Gorey, who's given 21 years service. And he outlined in, in no uncertain terms the, the challenges, the expectations, the stress and strain that the job entails, the job of, that is, is of a retained firefighter. Um, so Wayne, you know, he's highlighted the fact that it's an underfunded service um, and that the pay, the conditions, having to work 337 days a year, uh, being on call all of those days 24-7 and having to be live, live within five and be within five kilometres of a station yeah. for all of that time, uh, the distress that that entails, how the actual system itself hasn't been um, updated in decades, and that basically they've had enough. They've, they've, they've right. tried, they've been promised, been promised things, and nothing has transpired. So it looks like the majority of extra firefighters are set to strike uh, from next week uh, in a phased increase uh, of action over the, over the following three weeks. And when you, you you temper that with what we have seen literally outside the windows of South East Radio across the water at the Raven and the and, and the fire service within the last number of months, particularly this year, they have never been as busy. It is quite a disturbing scenario that's developing, isn't it? Because Porrick Byrne has a very interesting story as well uh, about the, the, the recent fires. Can you share some of that with us, please? I can, of course, yeah. So three fires at the Raven nature reserve uh, over the course of less than a day. Um, the first one was on Sunday evening at the edge of the forest at the nature reserve. And Parag writes that the Wexford Gardaí are investigating possibility that the fires were maliciously set, which is very worrying, obviously. Um, the fire service has ruled out that the burning of embers from the second fire sparked the third fire. Uh, so here we have the first fire was on Sunday night when large plumes of smoke were, were visible as far away as Wexford town. There were serious concerns uh, from Wexford Fire Service as an orange forest fire warning was in place. Concerns were that the whole that nature reserve could have been engulfed in flames. Uh, the fire was way at the back, uh, at the path where the forest meets the beach. Several acres of woodland were burned. It required three units and two, two from Wexford, one from Inniscorty, uh to attend uh, at considerable expense, obviously, to the taxpayer again. And the fire service um, are calling on people to exercise caution right. in woodland areas, especially during spells of warm weather, whether it be barbecuing or, you know, dispensing of cigarettes. These places like, are like tinderboxes when the weather is so dry. So it's just highly important that people heed that advice and don't yeah. let the fires uh, emerge, as we've seen in the past over in the raven Curso area. And is it subject to a guard investigation? Is this uh, the core of uh, well, Park's article? Yeah. It, yes, it is, of course. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, there, there was talk of youth being drinking in the area. It is the summer. You are going to have large volumes of people gathering, uh, yeah. young people as well. And it's just, you know, we've seen fires in other parts of the county too, in Carnivan, uh, down near the Hook. Mm. P- 
people just need to be so careful when the, when the, the weather is so dry. Right, I've just spoken to Pauline Tully, the Sinn Féin spokesperson on disabilities, and the motion they brought forward in Dáil Air. And you this week, uh, I think it's Simon, actually, Simon Burke has an article about the carers who are up in arms over the continuing lack of respite. Uh, I think some real-life stories in there as well. Can you tell us something about these? This place? Yeah, it is just remarkable for a county as, as big as Wexford, as, so, as populous as County Wexford, that there are only two centres in the county uh, are even in, in Wexford Town and St. Aidan's in Gorey. And there's a te- currently there's a 12-week te- closure of St. Aidan's in Gorey. So that means there's only one respite care centre for the entire county. Uh, and this is for open to, for people with disabilities to give their carers uh, some respite, some time to catch up with themselves, recharge the batteries. Um, and Jason Carroll, Simon has interviewed Jason Carroll, who's the support manager at the Wexford branch, and he highlights the fact that Wexford uh, needs more, that two centres aren't enough. Uh, it's a shortfall then when it comes to cover. Uh, basically, that you know, there is a lack of quality carers to work in the high-demand roles that are required for caring and for these centres, and it's yeah. leading to crisis, really. A very interesting article. We round off our look at just some of the stories making our local papers this week. Maria Pepper, very interesting article. We know the importance and the wonderful boost it brings to the economy, the Spiegel tent. But according to Maria's article in this week's Wexford People, insurance costs have trebled for the Spiegel tent. Why so? Well, this is this. Uh, you know, it, it seems that in the past, the, the company that did it um, was an Irish company that provided insurance two lantern events which run the Spiegel tent that folded during COVID and now they're reliant on English companies which are charging more. Uh, it got ridiculous to the extent that the company was charged or quoted 11 times higher a quote for running Wexford on ice, um, the ice rink in Wexford last Christmas. No, at the last minute they managed to pull it out of the fire and find insurance for it. But, you know, lantern events do fantastic events for the county, you know, in com- combination with Wexford Opera House, other venues, the Art Centre, and the, it seems to be on the ump, on the up, the live entertainment scene in the county, but with insurance prices so high, there are genuine concerns, as voiced by Brian Byrne of Lantern Events. He makes the point that you can understand when costs increase because of the Ukraine war or the price of oil, but it's very frustrating to be incurring massive increases when you are doing everything right and have an excellent claims history. So, you know, he says they will continue to provide the events, continue to uh, do the legal attempts, but the cost of insurance, not alone in that sector, but across the board, is causing huge headaches and massive frustration for, for companies trying to run events. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.